Hello, welcome back to another episode of Digs and Distance Football Podcast. As always, I'm going to get the guys on the phone, except for Colton, who's in person once again for the border battle with the Vikings and Packers. I'm going to get the other guys on the phone. We'll recap last week, do the picks for this week, and so on and so forth. Also, happy late Halloween. Hope everybody had a great day. All right, so starting off with the recap, like always... Last week we did Carolina at New Orleans. Saints were favored by six and a half. Saints won 27 to 24. Um, Scott and I picked the Saints, but to cover, so did Colton. So none of us got that because they only won by three. And then none of us three got that. And Noah went with Carolina to cover. And Ethan went with Carolina for double by one. So, let me... Alright, so the one... Noah was the only one that got that one right. So Noah got one for that. Then we did Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Tennessee was favored by a point and a half. Steelers won 27-24. Scott and I both went with Tennessee to cover. Colton went with Pittsburgh for two, or by, for double by one for two points. Um, Noah took Pittsburgh to cover, um, so he got one point. Uh, I, for, did, I took them to win. Well, that's not what you said. I put Pittsburgh to uh, win. Well, let me look back, because that's not what I thought. Um, yeah, I said by double. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. So, yeah, no, I got two for that one. I just misread the text. Um, and then Ethan also got two for that. Um, so, Noah, Colton, and Ethan all got two for that one. Then we did Tampa Bay at Las Vegas. Tampa Bay was favored by five. Scott got that one right. I got that one wrong as I took Vegas for double by one. Colton got it right. And Noah and Ethan took Las Vegas to cover, so they, we, they got that one wrong as well. Then we had Seattle at Arizona. Arizona was, or Seattle was favored by three and a half. Um, Scott took Arizona to cover. Cardinals won 37-34, so he got one point for that. I took Arizona for double by one. I got two points. Um, Colton took Seattle to cover, so he got that wrong. Noah took Seattle, and Ethan took... Arizona by double for, for two, or by one for two game. points. What's that? That was a great game. Yeah, it was a good game for sure. Um, good game for sure. All right, then we got Chicago at the Rams. Rams were favored by six. Scott took the Rams to cover. I took the Rams to cover. Colton took the Rams to cover. Uh, Rams won 24 to 10, by the way. Noah took Chicago to cover, and Ethan took Chicago to cover. 
Um, so, the updated picks now. Let me flip my page over quick. No, I got four. Okay. All right, so the updated picks. Scott got three. He's at 17 now. I got three. I'm at 20. Colton got four. He's at 22. Noah got four. He's at 18. And Ethan, Ethan got four and is at 20. So... Yep, so Ethan and I are now both tied for second place, two picks behind Colton, or two points behind Colton. And for this week, um, just because of this border battle, even though Minnesota's not having a good year, we're going to start off with Minnesota at Green Bay, and Green Bay is favored by six points. I will start with Colton. What was the point start again? Green Bay is favored by six. I am most definitely going to take Green Bay to cover, to cover. I think Green Bay is going to come out blazing and the Vikings aren't going to do so good today. Okay. Um, Scott? Man, uh, I sense a little bit of a trap here, but uh, the spread is not big enough for me to go, go for it, so... I'm I'm pretty comfortable with Green Bay by six. If it were ten or so, I might think twice, but six, or even seven, but six, I'll take Green Bay by six. Noah? I will do the same thing. Um, that I think Green Bay is going to come out and absolutely destroy him. Green Bay to cover. Ethan? Yeah, with the Vikings coming up by, it's a little tempting to pick them, but I think six is still too small can, for how both teams have performed this year. I got Green Bay covering here. Yeah, I think with the Vikings coming off a of bye, it's somewhat tempting too, and it's border battle. So even though we're not having a good year, I think they'll at least come out and compete. But with it being six, like pretty much like all of you guys have said so far, it's not quite a high enough spread for me to take the chance, so I'm going to take Green Bay to cover as well. If I might add one thing, um, I must say, Devontae Adams is coming off, like, actually, like, literally a career day last week, uh, and we also have uh, Jones and Williams and, you know, every other receiver and tight end to throw to. Um, I think matching up against the Vikings secondary, I don't think there's any way that they're going to stop them. Jones is not playing, by the way, today. So oh, they right. so they got Williams, and I believe Kenny King is out too. Kevin King. Yeah, Ken Ke Kevin King. My bad. But either way, I think our defense will be very good, and I think Adams will come out and have 200 receiving yards. Elijah kind of disagrees with me on that. I don't know about you guys. I think he'll have a big game, but I don't think he'll get 200. All right, next up we got Vegas at Cleveland, and Cleveland is favored by one point. We'll start with Noah on this. Ooh, this is... Uh, 
not necessarily a good one to have me start on. Um, I didn't watch any of the Tampa Bay game, so I I know the uh, Vegas got destroyed. But uh, who did the Browns face last week? The Bengals. They won by what a field goal? Yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was a close game. Um. I'm. Is uh, is Odell out? Yes. No, for the year. No, no. Or not for the year. Okay. Well, yeah. Yes, he is. I was gonna say. I thought he was out for the year. Okay. Well, I'll. Uh, I'll just uh, pick the the Raiders. I guess. Just go with the gut feeling. Um, I think they'll maybe have a bit of a bounce back week, and the Browns. I don't think their quarterback Mayfield looked the greatest last week, and uh, they don't have Odell, so I'll take the Raiders to. Uh, to are the Raiders favored by one or the Browns? Cleveland. Okay, I'll take the Raiders to win by two. For for double by two or for double by one? Or for double, um, those, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Just, I'll take them to win by one. That's but. what I figured. Okay. Yeah, it's tough. Um. So far, though, after a, after a bad game, Gruden usually comes back strong, and the Raiders do. So I think they'll also have a bit of a rebound game. Um, it's tough to say what Cleveland will do without Beckham, even though they still have a good offense. So I'm going to take my chance and go with Vegas for double by one as well. Colton? Um, in the same boat as you, Elijah, I'm... Um... I'm going to take Green or Las Vegas by double for two. Okay, by one point. Yeah. Okay, Scott? Yeah, I'm taking the upset for double as well. I saw all that Cleveland-Cincinnati game last week for some reason. And Baker Mayfield's lying is deceiving. He was not, he statistically turned out okay for him, but... He was not playing great. I didn't think throughout. I think he started 0 for 4, 0 for 5 with a pick. And he, he, he obviously made it happen. But I don't think the Browns match up against Josh Jacobs very well. He's one of the most consistent backs in the league right now. Gruden, um, coming off a big loss, I'm, I'm with everybody there. The only thing about the Raiders is they turn the ball over too much. But they, they put up big numbers on offense. And if it's a shootout, I don't think Baker Mayfield can hang with their car yet. So, yeah, upset, double, double the points. Okay, eat them. Do we lose them? Yeah. No, he's no, here. No, I'm still here. No, um, I mean, losing Odell, I mean, I still think he's probably a top five wide receiver talent, but I just don't think that the Browns utilize him the best way, and I just don't think that Baker's chemistry with him is great, but I honestly think that he might be better without having to try to force feed him the ball and try to get him involved. But either way, I think that Baker, I mean, I'm just, I'm not in, all in on the Browns yet. I got Vegas for double a year. I think Brian Edwards is probably going to be back for Vegas too. And it's just such a small, small spread that it's hard not to try to get the Raiders for the double up. All right. Sounds good. What a bunch of copycats. That's all I have to say. <laughs> 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 well, I was taking my second favorite team regardless of what you did, but I don't know about everybody else. All right, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Ravens are favored by four. 
We'll start with Scott this time. I have no idea on this one. This should be a great game. Um, the weather I saw uh, on TV this morning is a little bit of a factor. It looks like it's raining in Baltimore, so that's going to mess with stuff. I, it's a four-point spread. I think it's a toss-up, so give me the, give me the Steelers to cover. To cover? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Colton? Really? You, you, had to take, you had to take this game? It's a tough one. Um, what's the spread again? Four? Baltimore is favored by four. I'm going to take Baltimore to cover. Yep. This is going to... That's going to be a toss-up, as Scott said, but... Yeah. Pick either team you want, but... I think Baltimore will come out. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, oh boy, that's really tough. I'm gonna take my chances, try to get some extra points. I'm actually gonna take Pittsburgh for double by one in this one. Although I think it'll be a good game, and I don't feel great about it, but I'm gonna take my chance. And we'll go to Ethan next. Ravens are coming off a bye, and I think that's gonna get Lamar fully healthy. I know he's been kind of dealing with some lower body injuries so far and I think I think that while the Steelers have played very well and their defense is very legit so is the Ravens this is going to be a great game but I think the Ravens will win by at least a touchdown so they're going to cover okay no see this is yeah I also think this is going to be a very good game um, or at least it you know should be it really depends both teams have a good defense um the Ravens, I think, are probably better at running the ball, but the Steelers have a better, um, a very good pass, or, well, both pass and run defense. But, um, you know, if Ben plays how he did the first half, um, I think that the Steelers might have a chance to win. So I'm going to go for some extra points as well. I'm going to say uh, Steelers for double. Okay. And last but not least, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Chicago Bears. Saints are favored by four and a half points. We'll start with Ethan this time. This is a tough one. Uh, I've been picking Chicago a lot. Last week kind of burned me. I'm still not huge on the Saints. They're still going to be missing Michael Thomas as well. Is it in New Orleans or is it at Chicago? This one's in Chicago. In Chicago. Um, geez. Uh, I'll go with Chicago for double up. Why not? Okay. No up. Uh, this is also a tough one. Um, I've also picked the Bears a few times. I mean, both times I, uh, the only, I think there's two times that I picked their opponent, they ended up losing, or no, both, both times I picked the Bears, they ended up losing. So, I think, um, as much as I think the Saints are a much worse team than they were last year, I think I'm going to pick the Saints to cover, what was it, four and a half? Yep. Um, yeah, I'll pick them to cover. Hopefully, uh, Drew Brees had a decent game last week, so um, I think the Saints could win. 
Colton. This is not a tough game at all, you two. Come on! Well, actually, three, because Elijah's over here telling me it's a tough game. No, it's not. I'm, I'm going to take the Saints for double here. And the Saints are favored. Okay, I'll take the Saints to cover. This ain't a tough game. Chicago sucks on offense. Drew Brees is much better than Nick Foles, and Drew Brees' offense is so much better than the Chicago offense right now, and... Chicago's defense is good, but I'm still taking New Orleans to cover. Scott? Um, I'm not on board with Nick Foles in general. He tends to play a little bit better at home. The Saints are missing not only Thomas, but I think Emmanuel Sanders is out too. Um, and I worry about how much, you know, a lot of Delvin Cook, how much you can use Kamara. But they have Latavius Murray that they can kind of sprinkle in there. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sold on the Bears. I, I know a lot of people are, but um, last week was, I, I think, kind of exposed them. Uh, New Orleans is, has a ceiling to them, but I, I like Breeze. I mean, I guess I got to take Breeze over full, so I'll take, I'll take New Orleans to cover. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. I'm not completely sold on Chicago by any means either, but they have found ways to win games this year. Oh boy, it's tough, um, especially with two receivers out for the Saints. Um, Kamara's good, obviously. They also have Murray, like you said, Scott. Um, I got a funny feeling about it, though. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Ethan and take Chicago for double by one. So. Hey, hey, Ethan, that's not going to matter in the point spread because I'm still going to be whooping you. Um, I, I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, I just lost the talk. Alright. Anybody else have it? We have, we have all the same picks this week, Colton, so if uh, Bears win, I'll be tied with you now. That's what I was going to mention was... You, you didn't want to do that 22 point spread in the Jets Chiefs game? <laughs> <laughs> is that really what it is? Something like that, yeah. That is insane. Um, Scott and Ethan. I know Ethan has something else to say on this one. But Scott, who do you have in the MVP race? Elijah and I talked about this yesterday, and we did not have Tyler Murray coming into the top five, but I know Ethan does. Um, I, I would go with Rogers at, at this very moment in time, but MVP's always a weird award, you know, I, I've always thought, but I know it's a big deal. I would, for me, it's Aaron Rodgers. I, there are a couple of guys having career years at the quarterback position. I'm 100% sure it'll be a quarterback this year, just a matter of which one. Well, I know. But, you know, I, I, I like where Rodgers is at right now. He's just, with that one exception of the game in Tampa, um, he's, he's just he's playing better than I've ever seen him. Statistically, too, quarterbacks win a huge percentage of the MVPs anyway. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I agree it'll be a quarterback. It's just a matter of who. In, in my opinion... Murray is up there, but I don't think he's quite there yet. In no. my opinion, Rodgers, Russell Wilson, 
Um, Brady. Brady, just because he's having a good year. Mahomes, those four for sure um, are in the conversation. Think, but Yeah, I think the regular, you know, the picks, the top MVP picks for the last three years basically are just repeating themselves. With Mahomes, um, you know, Russell Wilson up there, Aaron Rodgers up there sometimes. Um, I, Tom Brady is having another good year, though. Uh, personally, I'd pick Aaron Rodgers as of now because, yeah, really he's only thrown one pick like that was on him, and he has, what, 17 touchdowns or something? So yep. he has maybe, you know, five less touchdowns than Russell Wilson, but he has, you know, four or five less picks as well. Right. And, like, similar yardage in one less game. So um, depending how this week goes, I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers could be at the front very easily. Yeah. Ethan? I mean, I'm not trying to slander Rodgers here, but I don't know why you guys would have him above Murray. Murray's got more touchdowns this year. Murray's team picked in the top ten of the draft last year, and his team, I think, beat more impressive teams so far than the Packers have. I don't see a quality win so far in the Packers' schedule, at least, but I think Rodgers is up there, too, so I'm not trying to bash him, but my front two right now would be Wilson and Murray as of right now. No, Ethan, no, 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 no. I'll say it again. No, you're wrong. Kyler Murray is not better than than Aaron Rodgers. And I know you didn't say that, but it sounds like you're kind of getting to that. And no, your team is okay. What? Name one good team that the Packers have beat this year. I can't think of one, but we will be beating one on Thursday that's pretty good. That you guys didn't beat. Nothing on that? Nothing? Oh. Who do they play next Thursday, Colton? This Thursday, they play San Francisco. Uh, I got San Francisco on that one. No. Can we pick that game next week, too, Elijah? <laughs> uh, we'll pick the Green Bay-San Francisco game. Yeah, but... we'll, we'll put it on the picks next week. And obviously, we'll do them earlier than usual because of the Thursday game. But yes, I'll make sure we pick that game. But my my MVP picks, and it's not because I'm a Green Bay fan or anything like that, but I got Russ, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, and Tyler, and Ethan, er, and Elijah and I talked about this yesterday. We don't have Kyler Murray even coming into the top five, because you can name a bunch of quarterbacks that are having a better year than Kyler Murray. You don't have Murray in the top five. No. I, I named the top four, yeah, and I no. say Murray's right there. So I would put Murray in the top five. But, again, we don't have Kyler Murray getting into, like, the top three or top four. That's just because there are you can name better quarterbacks right now that are having a better year statistically than Kyler Murray, Ethan Sindelier. What stats do you think that Rodgers has over Murray right now? Touchdown. Tyler has 20 total touchdowns. Rodgers has 17. But again, what I'm seeing is Kyler Murray and Ethan in the top three for MVP race. It'll be, uh, no, I think he'll be in the race. It's just a matter of, and there's still a lot of season left. Like I said, I'd have him in the top five. There's a couple good. 
there's a few guys I still have higher, but for me, he's still in the top five for sure. If I if I could just say one thing about the Rogers Murray uh, kind of stat, um, they both have almost identical, at least completion percentages, like within one percent. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is averaging more passing yards per game, have more yards per attempt, um, has four more passing touchdowns, five less interceptions. So uh, Kyler Murray has under like a 2.0 interception to touchdown ratio. Aaron Rodgers has over a five touchdown to interception ratio. He's also been sacked less. Um, of course, you know, maybe he's, he's not rushing as much as Kyler Murray, but... Um, his passing stats are much higher, and um, I mean, I think he has a slightly better record as, a, as of now, though, of course, we have faced not necessarily the best teams, but we still have faced the Saints. We've still beaten, um, you know, some decent teams, I guess. But that's my opinion. All right. Ethan, that was two Packers fans coming at you hot there, buddy. My response to the interception things, as for watching the Cardinals games, at least four of those interceptions of Murray's have been tipped by the receiver. But responding to the other part with the rushing and stuff, I mean, Rodgers has 45 rushing yards in the entire season. Murray's averaging more than that per game right now. That's because Kyler Murray is a rushing quarterback and Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Aaron Rodgers does it when he needs to. Kyler Murray does it all the time. There is something to be said about 437 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns, though. Yeah, I know. But I guess I'd just say uh, if Aaron Rodgers can hand off the ball to Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, why would he take it himself? Yup. My point exactly. Well, that's kind of how I view the whole award. For me, it's like we want to compare quarterbacks side by side. But I look at it like, who, if you remove them from the team, how good would they be? How essential are they to their individual team? So that's why exactly. I tend toward Russell Wilson. Because Seattle would be curtain without him. The Packers would be winless without uh, Rodgers this year. So, And the Cardinals are more balanced, it seems like. I mean, that's just how I view the, the award. That's why it's always kind of weird. It turns into a popularity contest for a side-by-side comparison. It's like comparing quarterbacks with different carrots. You, know, you can't really do it. That is something I agree completely with. If you if you put, you know, Russell Wilson with the Jets right now, I mean, like, or, you know, you put any quarterback with the Jets, let's be honest, or just, you know, switch around any player from team to team or, you know, remove them from the team itself, it's very hard to see... Um, who's actually most valuable for their team. Yep. Um, because of just, yeah, running backs or the different receivers that they're throwing to or even defenses, you know, when you're getting the ball twice as much as, you know, some other quarterbacks because your defense forces turnovers. It depends on the offenses they have, if they're more pass-heavy, run-heavy, stuff like that. Hey, Ethan, did we lose you for a minute or what? Yeah. I'm back now. Yeah. Oh, okay, sounds good. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Rodgers played really well this year. I thought he would. I thought he'd be mad about the love pick. And I, to, to his credit, he's played well. But I think whatever quarterback ends up winning the NFC West between Wilson and Murray will get the award. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to watch it play out for sure. Anybody else got anything? Nope, I'm good.
Anybody else? Let's go. We good? Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Also, I forgot to add, um, as long as the game doesn't go too late, which I don't think it will, uh, we are going to do a post-game podcast like we did the last time the Vikings and Packers played. And thanks, for as always, for listening, and have a great day.